Hi everybody and welcome to episode 6 of our podcast. This week we are going to be discussing the registration of information officers with the information regulator. On the 1st of April this year, the information regulator published the process and the forms for registering information officers and deputy information officers. PIA and POPIA require all public bodies and private bodies to appoint information officers. PIA and POPIA are not the first names of the responsible minister or the deputy minister. They are the names of two important, or rather the acronyms, for two important pieces of legislation, namely the Promotion of Access to Information Act, or PIA for short, and the Protection of Personal Information Act, POPIA for short. Firstly, what is PIA all about? Very briefly, the purpose of PIA is to give effect to the constitutional right of access to information, either access from a public or a private body to information that they hold. The Act came into effect already in March 2001, so it's been in place for many years. Private bodies include any company, partnership, closed corporation or sole proprietor. In terms of PIA, the head of a private body is deemed to be the information officer. That is the CEO or the MD or the closed corporation main member or the managing partner or the sole proprietor, him or herself. Up until 2021, there have been no requirements for information officers to be registered with any particular body. What about POPIA? I'm sure POPI or POPIA, the Act, is a more familiar acronym to most people than PIA. And the purpose of POPIA is to safeguard personal information that is processed by a responsible party, which is a term that is used in the legislation. But effectively, a responsible party covers all businesses, even one-person businesses. POPIA is not regarded as labor or employment legislation, However, it does have an employee-related impact in two primary areas. Firstly, the processing by an employer of employees' personal information. On your files, you will have quite a bit of information about your employees, much of it very personal, and the manner in which you process, record, maintain, safekeep that is what Poppia is concerned with. The second area where it has an employee-related impact, is where your employees process the personal information of your suppliers, customers, and even visitors to your company. Visitors who sign information in your visitor's book, maybe you ask them for identity numbers or cell phone numbers, that is all personal information that needs to be safeguarded in a very particular way. Your COVID-19 register, if you have members of the public coming onto your premises, You might be running a restaurant, for example, or have a retail outlet. You would be having a register with, again, much personal information, including somebody's temperature at a particular moment on a particular day. That is all personal information that needs to be maintained in a very, very strict manner. Even members of the public interaction on your company's social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, etc., all that is impacted by Poppia. Poppia also impacts foreign companies who process personal information in South Africa. 
Non-compliance with Popia can result in fines of up to 10 million rand, that's not a small amount, or imprisonment for up to 10 years. So Popia is not to be ignored or taken lightly. You should know by now that Poppy was signed into law on the 1st of July 2020, that's last year, and it comes into full effect for all businesses, that's private bodies, public bodies and citizens, on the 1st of July 2021, which is I think about 72 days away. Now, information offices. In terms of Poppia, the head of a business as defined, example, the chief executive officer, the MD, the sole proprietor, etc., is automatically deemed to be the information officer for that business or that body. Very much the same as with Paya. The CEO, MD or equivalent person of a private business may authorize another person employed by that business to act as the information officer. But this person must be at an executive level or in a similar position, that is at least at a management level. And this authorization must also be in writing. However, even with such an authorization by, let's say, the chief executive officer of, let's say, another executive to be the information officer, the head of the business as defined, that is the MD or the CEO, is still accountable and responsible in terms of the act for any power or responsibility that they authorize to that other person. So as the head of a business, you cannot delegate the ultimate accountability in terms of Poppia. So in summary, the information officers referred to in Poppia are the same information officers that are referred to in Paya. They perform their duties and responsibilities, therefore, in terms of both acts. Poppia prescribes compulsory requirements for information officers to register with the information regulator, which is a statutory body. Information officers need to familiarize themselves with their duties in terms of both acts and their liabilities, particularly in terms of POPIA. You might ask, can deputy information officers be appointed? Both acts, POPIA and PIA, provide for the appointment, if necessary, of deputy information officers. These appointments also need to be in writing and in a prescribed format. It's important to note that only an employee of the business, that is of the public or private body, can be appointed as a deputy information officer. So you cannot appoint an outside person who's not employed by your business as a deputy information officer, neither can you appoint as information officer somebody who is not an employee or is not part of your business. Registration of information officers. Every information officer needs to register with the information regulator, either online or by manually completing the form and emailing it or posting it to the regulator. The information of any deputy information officer who is appointed must also be forwarded to the regulator. The contact details of all information officers and deputy information officers will be made publicly available on the regulator's website. The format for appointing information officers and deputies, as well as the form for registering with the regulator and the regulator's contact details, will be posted on our website for easy access, as will a copy of the full guidance note on information officers that has been published by the regulator. 
In conclusion, the information regulator is currently developing an online portal for the registration of information officers, and this is expected to be ready for operation by the 1st of May 2021, which is expected to be the date from which registrations will be accepted. That would be either manual registrations or the online registrations. Well, folks, that's all for this week. In our next episode, we will be discussing the proposed amendments to the Occupational Health and Safety Act, which has not been amended since, wait for it, 1996. So it's due for a significant overhaul. Until next time, goodbye and please take care.